Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Glitter Glam Rock Podcast Part 8. I'm Greg, and today I've got Marty with me as usual. Hello, how are you? Good, how are you? Good, thanks. That's good. Um, As promised, Marty is going to do his top 10 glam album covers and his top 10 sweet songs. Yep, looking forward to it. Um. What, tell me, what was, when you were looking at the album covers, what was the process that you went through to choose your top 10? Um, just the, uh, or obviously the, the, you know, pictures, album covers and some albums you open up and there's a, you know. Gatefold, yeah. Yeah, gatefold and some like booklets. Yep. And, um. So, yeah, just some album covers were sold itself, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Even before you listen to the material. That's um, right. It's Album covers played a big deal in your purchases, didn't they? Yeah. With, in, yep. Because like um, I think I said in my last one, sometimes an album cover, if you, on the very rare occasions that you had extra money to buy an album and you didn't know what you were going to get, an album cover could really persuade you into into buying something, couldn't it? Yeah, this is a very, you know, this is my version of being materialistic, but I have to have the album cover. Like, the last thing I... I just don't like everything being on a phone, you know, or... Yeah. I, I have to have the, yeah, the you whole like, bit. You like hard copies. Yeah. You don't like... Uh, you don't just like listening to and, yeah files and Spotify and yeah. all that sort of stuff. You need to have it, and I think that's that's our generation. Yeah, because uh, our generation grew up with hard copies of things. We yeah. went we we grew up with vinyl, and then it went to CDs. Yeah. So and then then everything just went went to nothing. Yeah. It's just <laughs> it was just nothing. Yes. Yeah. So there's no attraction. The on, the only attraction with uh, files is you get you can get like absolute fantastic sound from them, like straight from the masters and they don't scratch. Yep. <laughs> you know, but I have to listen it to my tinny yep. little yep. phone. Yeah. Which everything's on the phone. It's just pissing me off actually. Uh, I remember but especially music. Like you said, we, we grew up with the covers and there's so many, you know, actually I, I don't think I put this on the list, but, what I'm thinking now, as we're talking about covers, is the Broadway uh, Jesus Christ Superstar when Jesus had this big, well, it looks like a a dress, but it's like I don't know what do you that call big, it that silver thing. Yeah, and um, that alone, you know, just made me think. Right, oh, I've got to listen to this. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah. That's right. And uh, someone, someone posted somewhere. I can't remember where it was, but someone posted somewhere that they were talking about they they were talking about vinyl and they said on my record, I think it was on one of the sweet sites on Facebook. They said on my record, I remembered every little click, every little pop, every little scratch. Yeah. And I really identified with that. Yeah. You know, I, I remembered I remembered where there was a scratch, where yeah. when a pop was coming. And you kind of sort of miss that. Yeah, you, you do. Know, I, I like hearing little pops and clicks yeah. every now and then. Well, well you, used, you used to tease me on some of my little <laughs> pops and clips on, you know, mainly superstar albums. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, because it used to drive you crazy. Yeah. That's why. Yeah. Um, but 
that's something I guess that this generation that's growing up, they just miss the, out. They, that would drive them crazy yeah. hearing pops and clicks yeah. and stuff. Although I have to say, a lot of young people now are getting into vinyl. Yeah, they like, are. I, I, I go into the very few vinyl shops that are that are around in Sydney, and there's a lot of young people in there. Yeah, it's coming know? back. Which is which is a good thing. Hopefully, full circle. All right, are you ready to do your top ten glam rock album covers? Yep. All right, let's go. You're listening to the Glitter Glam Rock Podcast. Okay, so here we go. Marty's top 10 glam rock album covers. So what's your, what's your number 10? I've got uh, Can the Can, Susie Quattro. Oh, beautiful Susie. Yeah. 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 It, it's, um, I think, one of the attractions, or ma- the main attraction to me anyway, it's, uh, it's black and white. And it mm, just suits mm. Susie down the ground. Like you got the, the, uh, the big guy, you know, Sculling a beer and yep. it just suits Len Tucky, was that Len, his name? Len yeah, Len Tucky, Tucky. Yeah. Yeah. That's like, yeah. Yeah. And the keyboard player and the drummer, they all look pretty like they'd just been out of jail. Exactly. You know? Exactly. And it black the black and white just suits the whole environment and the songs that because uh, it was Susie's first album, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. And she looks tough too. The black yeah. and the black and white suits the toughness, yeah. doesn't it? If you look at the other glam albums of the time, they're all colourful colorful, yeah. and sparkly and yeah. shiny, and nah, here's, this, like that. here's this black and white sort of punk looking thing. Yeah. yeah, so black and white's the only way to go with that mm. for Susie. Um, what's your favourite song on that album? The title song, Can the Can. Yeah, I love yeah. it. I always yeah. did like that song. Yeah, and it starts off those drum beats. You yeah, know? I'm yeah. not gonna say it again, but uh, yeah, trying to rip off. Gary, Gary, yep, yep, the glitter band, and so does. Isn't the first song Forty Eight Crash? I'm not sure. Yeah, I it can't is. Remember. It's Forty Eight Crash, and yeah. to me, that's the real Gary ripoff. But to me, it's a great album. Over, yeah. it's my favourite Susie song. Yeah. yeah, and it was. I enjoyed the album. There's a couple of like Glycerine Queen people. No, just the non-commercial ones. Um, they a lot of people would say a bit corny, but I like them. You know, because mm. they. I just that like that sound at the time. Yeah. The, the music. Yeah. She was a bit of a hard rock and she's still going. She's Susie. still going. Yeah. And she looks fantastic. Yeah. Have you seen her? She looks really good. Yeah. And and because she was one of the um she was one of the rare clean skins in in the in rock and roll, really. Yeah. You know, um didn't drink, didn't take drugs. Yeah. She might have done a bit in the early days, but just kept herself clean and so yeah. she looks good. Her voice that's yep. the main thing. For yep. her age, her voice is still good. Yeah. You always heard the, the songs on the jukeboxes, you know, in the 70s. Yeah, they had... Um, someone posted a clip of her singing Roxy Roller just recently with... Uh, um, I can't remember the guy's name that actually uh, that did it. Nick Gilder, I think it was, with Nick Gilder and... Um, the girl from the Runaways, Cherie from the Runaways, and okay. her voice sounds fantastic. Yeah, it just sounds like it did back in uh, nineteen seventy four. Yep. Uh, the the older they get, the better she gets. What's your number nine? Number, number nine? nine. Number nine is Desolation Boulevard. Sweet. Yeah. Yeah. Great cover. 
It's got the uh, the strip, the Hollywood strip, um, yeah, which made it pretty distinctive, and uh, it's got the suite with the the Hollywood strip in the background. Um, great album too. There was there was two versions of that album. There was the, there's the American version and the English version, and I always get them mixed up because they've got different songs on them. It wasn't. Uh, is that Sweet Fanny Adams? Was that Oh, maybe. Is that might maybe. be the American version? Yeah, maybe, maybe. I don't know. Yeah. Because um, well, uh, that had a song called Set Me Free. Yeah, which I love. I yeah, love Set we, Me Free. I don't, I don't think it's on the Desolation Boulevard. Right. Yeah, because in those days, in those days, it was kind of weird. You had different songs for, on different albums, yeah. especially with The Sweet. It was all mixed up. Like yeah. we had Australian releases that they didn't have anywhere else. Yeah. Um, American release was different from the English release. The German releases were all different. So yeah. it was hard to keep up with everything like that. Yeah, like, well, for example, in one of their songs, they, they mentioned Solid Gold Brass. Yeah. But I don't think that particular song was on that album. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what's your favourite song on that album? Like, the Lies in Your Eyes. That, sorry, I'm going back to the... Yep, yeah, keep going. The song Lies in Your Eyes. That's the song that they mentioned, Solid Solid Gold Brass. Yeah. Where Solid Gold Brass was on a couple of albums before Lies in Your Eyes. Yeah. Um, what's your favourite song on that album? Um, Medusa. Yeah. Yeah. I love Medusa. Yeah. I love it. And oh, um, I, I played it. Yeah, the way I was going for a walk and um, I had it in my headset and it's just so good. That way it starts off with it's that. It's real psychedelic. Ah, yeah. You know, it's just, it's really dramatic. Yeah, it's got that it's psychedelic. Really, yeah. But it also sounds intro. like, it also sounds like, um, could be, anyway, we'll talk about that later because yeah. that's going to, I think that song will come up in your uh, top 10 sweet songs. All right. Number eight. Okay. Uh, it's Hush. Um, album, Come On, We're Taking Over. Uh, I think I chose that. It's a bit of a sentimental choose, uh, choice with that one. Yeah. Because I remember we were, we were at Port Macquarie and we are on our way down to the one of the, uh, you know, the uh, games. Yep. Games parlours. Yep. And I, I remember I said to you, we walked past the record shop and I remember I said to you, oh, look, Hush's got a new album. And it was very colourful. Um, and yeah. it's, it stood out. So that's why I chose that. It is. It's uh, you know, there's a lot of purple in that colour, yeah. isn't there? Purple and pink. It was. It did. Hush covers stood out for some reason. Yeah. yeah that they were they were good covers. Yeah. Because um, oh, they they had Hush had the dragon element. And yeah, I like the, that. the background. And what what what's your favourite song on that album? Um. The title, the title song. song. Come yeah. on, we're taking. That's a good yeah, song, I love isn't it? it? Yeah. I love it. Yeah. And uh, I also like the other version they brought out too. I know you don't didn't like that much, but um, they 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 did an album like the best of, and um, they had a different takes on mm. the uh, songs that we're used to. Like they did a different versions of Walking and um, Caroline. And I I actually liked that album. I yeah. like the. Uh, all right, what, what's your number seven? Number seven, um, Kiss Alive. Kiss Alive 1? Yeah, Kiss yeah. Alive 1. It's a great yeah. cover. Awesome cover, wasn't yeah. it? And the back, you know, when they had the crowd and the... Yeah, yeah. 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 It, it, it is an awesome cover. It's um, 
I remember when I first saw it, I thought, fuck it. What the? F- what's going on here? Yeah. You know, who are these guys? What's happening? I need to know what's, what's actually happening. Yeah. You know, and then you put the record on and there's all these explosions yeah. and stuff happening. And, you're and just it had going, the pipes in the background. Yeah, yeah. So uh, one of the things that is that is essential in a good good album cover, I think, is leaving something to your imagination. Yeah. Especially when you're a kid, like we yeah. were a kid when we bought all this sort of stuff. So your imagination played a really big role in it, yeah. didn't it? Well, I uh, always looked at those pipes on that subject for some reason. I, I just those pipes. I just uh, like you said, I imagined, and then you heard some explosions going. So I thought, okay, that must have been coming out of the pipes. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, just stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Because yeah, it left it to your imagination. Your imagination was always. Always better than the real thing, yeah, wasn't it? Yeah. It's always better than the real thing. What's your number six? Number six? Um, Tommy. The album cover of Tommy. Uh, what I liked about that, well, the front cover's pretty cool. You know, it's got the, his earplugs and eye shades and that. Yeah. But when you open it up, uh, it's actually a, a smashed mirror. Mm. This is the soundtrack to Tommy we're talking the, about. Sorry, yeah, the soundtrack. And it's actually a smashed mirror. And the, and the pieces of the mirror... With the photos, right? Um, so I thought that was a good idea, and then the the movie itself was brilliant. You know, like Elton John with the big boots. But um, yeah, with the cover going back to the covers. Yeah, it's I always liked it. It was just one of those covers that I just used to stare at. Mm, and that's part of it, isn't it? Yeah, just staring at the cover, um, listening to the music. Just being a music fan, just yeah. listening to the music, and, and um, the Beatles who who were the first band to really put a lot of work, who, who made album covers and artwork, Paul McCartney says, nothing used to shit him more than when he went to the record store, bought an album, and he'd be on the bus coming home and he'd be looking, at, he'd read every little thing on it and there wasn't enough information or the cover wasn't good. Yeah. And that, that was part of why the Beatles covers were so good and yeah. arty, you know? Yeah. So even McCartney was a big fan of album covers. Yeah. And, yeah. Well, it's it's um, it's promotion, you know. That's that's right. It's the main selling point. Like, yeah. If you didn't like the cover, there's a big chance you're not going to buy the album. That's right. All right. Um, we'll come right back with your top five glam rock album covers. You're listening to the Glitter Glam Rock podcast. Yeah. Number five, number five. What's your number five? Diamond Dogs, uh, David Bowie. Uh, just a cool uh, album. You open it up and he's got, you got the, you know, the long dog-shaped... Uh, Penis. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I was about, about to say that, but you beat me to it. But do you remember that in the original... In the, on the original, it had like uh, the dog's genitals. On oh, it. really? Yeah, and yeah. then they had to had ta- to, had yeah. to ta- get rid of it. So that, um, you can imagine at the time, you know, all the, the controversy. You can imagine now, yeah. geez, if you did it now. Yeah, you uh, can't say boo now. Yeah, you'd be in jail if you yeah. did it now. Um, but so that album with the original dog penis on it is worth a fortune, apparently. Is it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's- yeah. Well, you know, when I say attractive, I don't mean in that way. But, 
but it was an attractive album cover in all, you know, in yeah, all in all. yeah, yeah, and it was, it was weird, wasn't it? It yeah. was like David Bowie as a dog. Yeah, well, was, welcome to my weird world. And yeah, he, he had a knack for doing that. Yeah, it was like what what else can I do? Because you know he'd come off um, Ziggy Stardust. Aladdin saying two massive albums. Um, the shock value was probably wearing off a little bit, and it was what more can I do to shock people? Yeah, then? I'll just be a dog. Yeah, and I, I suppose your favourite song off that is the title track. Title track. Yeah. Yep. And uh, number four, Goodbye Yellow Brick Road, Elton ah, John. Yes. That was a great album cover. Yeah, I didn't like that album cover. You didn't? Nah, I don't yeah. know why I didn't like it. It was just. Yeah, it was just, um, it looked, at the time, it just looked big. This is the big album, because it was a double album. Yeah, and it was a big album yeah. for him. Well, a lot of those, a lot of the hits came off that album. Yeah, Saturday Night's All Right for Fighting. Yeah, Benny and the Jets, yeah. and Candle in the Wind, Goodbye Yellow Brick Road. Itself, that's one of my favourite Elton John songs. Goodbye Yellow yeah. Brick Road, I love that song it's too. It's great. Yeah. Or, again, it reminds me of, um, you know, when, remember we used to, Pull up at Buller Dealer when we go to Port Macquarie with your parents, yeah. Yeah, and we used to go into the pub for lunch. Yeah, um, I remember the jukebox, the pies. Playing. They used to the have pies. the best pies, didn't the bakery, they? Yeah. yeah, the best pies and, and it, lemonade. Yeah, I remember we used to have this lemonade, real lemonade. lemonade. Yeah, real lemonade. It was just awesome. You know that that place hasn't changed, by the way. Oh, really? Yeah. It's wow, that's still good. like it was. But I remember, um, yeah, goodbye, Yellow Brick Road was on the jukebox and and uh, yeah, just one of those sentimental memories you get. Yeah. But yeah, it's a brilliant song. Yeah. Um, number three. Okay, so the movie version of Jesus Christ Superstar. It was just the best album cover. I loved it. What's on, what's on the album cover? Isn't it just Jesus crucified? Yeah, he's, yeah. It's just he's on the cross and it's, blue got, background, it's got the, the blue, sky, the yeah. light blue. But then, then you open it up and it's got a little booklet. You flick the pages and it's got all the, um, you know, pictures of the, the movie. Yeah. Info. Did it have lyrics or was it just pictures and stories? Um, the lyrics might have came in in one of the sleeves or something. Yeah. But it, yeah, I was always fascinated with that. Oh, man, I remember, I remember you were dying for that album. You that that was one I saved for up for, yeah. yeah. And, and that was the one that, like, as soon as you got it, you, when you're putting it on, it was like a surgeon performing microsurgery. <laughs> and then I walked past and accidentally bumped into you, and, yeah. it, and the needle flew across it. So you just heard yeah. this whoop, and it just flew. It actually flew off the record player yeah. onto the ground, and it was like, it was like, oh my god, what have I done? Yeah. It's um, I've I've destroyed the holy grail. So if it was a um surgery we would have killed the patient <laughs> exactly no but then you picked it up and there wasn't a scratch or anything yeah. so maybe jesus intervened yep. and uh performed a miracle yeah as he does <laughs> and um i was just fascinated with that cover yeah that was the one mr gerstle you know i used to go to the the mass mr gerstle the, ma yeah, the, the mass, mass tutor, tutor yeah, at the yeah, university. Wow. yeah your mum said you know if you don't do that you're not going to get the superstar album so she bribed me, and uh, so I did it and got the album. Got a good report from Mr. Gerstle. Well, yeah. I don't know <laughs> how, but I did. Your mass is still shocking. Your mass was good for a while. 
Never. Never good. Wasn't it you that taught me how to do long division no, in I, the sand at yeah, the beach? Yeah, in the sand, yeah. Yeah, at Maroubra Beach, you taught me. Did I? Yeah. Because I thought so. Because we, no, we had a long division exam, like, on the Monday, and we were down the beach going for a surf, and we came out, and I was... I said, can you teach me long division? You got a stick and you showed me how to do long division really? in the sand, yeah. Because I remember doing that outside in the schoolyard. I think you were teaching everyone. Oh, well, that's, that's <laughs> ironic because, no, Mass has never you been really, You really wanted that Superstar album. Yeah. All right, number two. Number two, um, Hey, the Glitter Band. Hey. 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 Just a great, yeah, great cover. It's just, you know, the... Glitter band, they're all doled up in their glitter, and it's it's a great picture. And the names written in, in uh, glitter. In glitter. Yep. Yep. They're wearing those shiny costumes. Yep. And uh, I just recently purchased um, the Bell collection of the glitter band, and mm-hmm. it's the exact same picture, but more. They did it in a more colourful. Oh, really? Psychedelic. Um, not psychedelic, but more just a more. More glammy. Co- yeah, glammy, colourful uh, picture. Yeah, um, and we've spoken about what our favourite song, what your yeah. favourite song. It has on, to be the hey star. Is. It has to be the glitter. Oh, star. Oh, oh, whoa, 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 whoa! I'm still talking about. Hey. Oh, sorry. And sorry. sorry about. Hey. All right, let's go to your number one. Because I got that star in my brain. I'm still obsessed with that star. Uh, the star is on the glitter. The Gary Glitter's first album. His debut. Yeah. 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 And uh, yeah, I could look at that all day. That star. It's actually the album's actually called. Gary Glitter. No. Nah, you know why? Because it's called Glitter. Because it's got Gary on the other side of it, right? Yeah. So if you unfold it like that, it, yeah, it, it says, says Gary, Gary Glitter. Glitter. But they called it Glitter. Yeah. yeah. Well, we never did. We called it the Star Album. The Star Album. Yeah. Yeah. And that uh, you know, I think that was my number one as well. That, yeah. That's just. I remember, like we've said many times before, staring at that album cover while we were playing the songs. And the the uh, the record itself is brilliant. I could. Mm. I could play the records all day, you know, like... Yeah. And I, I I remember what I really liked about it was there was different co- colour, coloured glitter. I'd only seen gold and silver glitter up until that time. Yeah. And this had red and blue, blue and green and, yeah. glitter, you know. Yeah. And so, gold. And gold. Yeah. Yeah, no, but I knew there was gold and silver. Oh, right. I'd seen that. And then we, I remember us running down to the newsagents... And buying red and blue and green glitter. Yeah. And that, that became the, the thing. You'd buy them in those little vials. Remember those little plastic yeah. vials? And that's when yeah. we used to put them on our cheeks and on yeah. our yeah, those eyelids. Little, little uh, yeah. capsules. Yeah. Yeah. Um, on that subject, they've, they've brought out this mega compilation album and it's called Solid Gold. So, Who? The Glitter Band. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So your number one is... The Glitter album. No surprises there. Yep. Okay, so let's do your top 10 sweet songs. You're listening to the Glitter Glam Rock Podcast. Mr. Martin, Mr. Martin, paging Mr. Martin. Hello, you rang. (laughs) 
It is time for your top 10 sweet songs, starting at number 10. Okay, Burning. Burning, It, it wasn't yeah. a... Uh, it was a B-side. Yeah, it was a B-side. Yeah. Um, off the Sweet Singles album. And I just love the song. It's great. But there's... Uh, I remember you and I and, and your brother, uh, we were playing our tennis rackets one day in the mirror. To Burning? To Burning. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Yeah, and you know that part where it goes... Dun, 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 beep. <laughs> yeah. Dun. When they did the beep, I went like that on my tennis rackets. People can't see you doing that. Oh, of course, yeah. <laughs> um, I acted it out. With yeah, the, the you beep. acted out the beep. Yeah. yeah, and you just started cracking up laughing. It's yeah. just one of those little weird things you remember. I think that was your best performance. Oh, I? thank you. Well, I put expression into it. <laughs> yeah, that's right. It was uh, performance art. Yeah, that, it was that's performance it. art. Um, yeah. Number nine. Number nine. Number nine. Uh, Medusa. Medusa. Yeah, it had that real psychedelic song. sound. Yeah. Um, before the chorus came in, yeah, just a great song off a great album. It was um, for me. It was. It sounds like it could be from a rock opera. Yeah. You know, yeah. it sounds like like it does, like yeah. we all know Medusa. It was a gorgon with snakes in her hair. It sounds like it can't. This could be a song from an ancient, a rock opera about ancient Greece. Yeah, yeah. You know, you're right. It does sound like a like a opera. It's very dramatic, isn't it? Yeah, it's very, and and that's a, a perfect example of how good they could be when they wrote their own songs, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah. And so was Burning, actually. Yeah. Oh, well, Andy Scott. Was he? He's the lead vocalist on that, isn't he, on Medusa? It wouldn't surprise me. Yeah, he because is. Like, he's the lead. Is he? Yeah. Well, I don't know how, how much Brian was there. Oh, like. maybe, maybe Brian. I don't know. Yeah. It's hard to tell sometimes. Their voices have, can sound very similar. Yeah, I remember Andy said that he sung the um, Lady Starlight. Yeah. That, that's Andy singing. Yeah, that. yeah, yeah. There's a film clip of him singing it. Is it? Yeah. Okay. There's a film clip of him singing it. Um, that's another nice acoustic. Yeah, I like song. that song. Yeah. I like that song. It's not one that wouldn't make my top 10, but I like it. But he it. sounded like Brian too. Yeah. He does sound like Brian. Yeah. And in that um, in that Love Love is Like Oxygen. Yeah. You know, when they're singing that chorus part, yeah. it sounds to me, I was really surprised to learn Brian didn't sing in that part. Yeah. Because it sounds like his voice is in there, right? Yeah. No, Andy's. Yeah. It's well documented that yeah. Andy did parts of that song. Yeah. All right, your number eight. Uh, Teenage Rampage. Great song. Yeah. Great song. So, yep, just one of those catchy um, choruses. Yeah. And um, the We Want Sweet at the beginning. Yeah, the crowd. They that, had the crowd. That intro too, that dun, 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 yeah. dun, dun. Yeah. It's like, it's like uh, you know, a, a big announcement. Yeah. Is about to happen. Yeah. You know, it's 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 like fanfare. Yeah. It's and awesome then song. Steve had his little cameo, didn't he? Yeah. Imagination imagination of teenage reputation. At thirteen we're fooling. Yeah. But at sixteen we'll be ruling. Yeah. Um <laughs> <laughs> And there's something in the air why we may as well. Which carry we on. all will be aware. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. You yeah, know, yeah, I used so. to think I used to think they used to say, um, "Come join the Constitution, get yourself in prostitution." Yeah, that's what I used yeah, to think. Yeah, we used to, to sing that anyway. Yeah, yeah. 
So you actually uh, followed Believed that and you. became a teenage prostitute, yeah. didn't you? Yep, that's when I, uh, um, on the street days. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, I don't think anyone would be paying you any money now. Oh, there'd be a few sickos around there to pay us money. Oh, they'd have to be. Yeah. All right. Number seven. Fox on the run. Fox on the run. Foxy on the run. So that was a, the first single that they wrote and produced. They did everything on that. Yeah. yeah. I remember. It's an actual classic. We all know the story to it. It's they, um, they asked Tim Chapman for a song. They didn't have a song for it. The record company said, we think Fox on the Run would be a good single if you glam it up. They glammed it up and they did a bloody good job, didn't they? Yeah, well, it was actually uh, on that uh, Desolation Boulevard album, mm. the, the original version. I don't mind that version. No, I, I liked it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, like you said, they uh, put out a different version, which ended up being, was it their best-selling single? Yep. Was their best-selling yep. single all up? Yeah. yeah, I remember at the time it was just never ended. Yeah, it was a fantastic song. Yeah, it was a great song, and it's an absolute sweet classic. Yeah. All right, number six. Uh, I got uh, blockbuster. Blockbuster. Yeah. Buster. 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 A blockbuster. <laughs> yeah. Uh, as Andy Scott said, um, didn't it wasn't much to the song, but it had elements to it, mm. like the siren. Yeah. Um, uh, the, the, the crossroads. The blues riff. The blues they riff, ripped yeah. off, you know, yeah, that Bowie like, did as well. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what else is there? It, it just doesn't, it's, for me, I, I didn't have that in my top 10. It's just not one of my, I guess it's because of what you said. It doesn't have the enough elements. in it. Yeah. doesn't have enough in it. Yeah. You know? It's a pleasant enough song, but it's not in my top 10 sweet yeah. songs. Yeah, and I'm going, some of the film clips are good too. Yeah, yeah, that's right. All right, we'll be back with your top five. Need a little bit of glitter? Need a little bit of glam? The Glitter Glam Rock Podcast is here for you. We are up to number five. Okay, I've got Need A Lot Of Loving. It's a, it's a B-side, uh, mm. but I love the bass in it. It's just got this warm, fuzzy bass sound. Uh, to me, it's very attractive. And then on the chorus, you got the high Andy Scott chorus. Mm. Such a cool chorus too, mm. isn't it? Yeah, it is. I... I'm really glad about that Sweet Singles album, you know, yeah. because we wouldn't have probably been exposed to these B-sides yeah. if we didn't have that Sweet Singles album. Yeah, and it's know? actually a good album to have. It is. It's a very good album to have. But like I've said a million times, it was Australian-only release. Yeah. But there's probably, you know, uh, releases elsewhere that have the same track listing just called something different. yeah i don't know yeah but well, if you can chase it up i i, I really recommend chasing it up you know yeah. if the, if someone said to me you can only own one sweet album it'd be that be population that yeah for because sure. it's actually got you know it's actually got more b-sides and a-sides on it yeah it's got like seven b-sides and five yeah a-sides yeah well it's got blockbuster and hell razor and ballroom but um yeah you're right yeah a lot, a lot of most of it was the b-side yeah and that's why they called it the Sweet Singles album. Yeah, which is very weird, isn't it, for that time, for yeah. for an album to come out with so many B-sides yeah. on it, you know? It's a great album. Yeah, it is. 
All right, so number quattro. Yeah, I was going to say that. Yeah. <laughs> Were you? Uh, own up, take a look at yourself. Yeah. In brackets. Where's, what's that from? I remember the song. I remember the song. I don't so... think it was on any of their albums. I might be wrong, but I think it was a single. Own up, take a look at yourself. Yeah. It starts off with that, sounds like Christmas, you know. Yeah, the, the, the uh, um, jingly. Yeah, the jingly shaker thing. Yeah. And it goes into this, like, jackhammering rock song um, after that. Yeah, it's just a great song. So the, there was two sides of the suite, wasn't there? There was that pop side, and then there was that sort of heavy, deep purple yeah. type side. Well, the... Um, and I, I liked both. I like both. I, I have to admit, I like the pop. I like the pop songs like Teen, Teenage Rampage and all the, all those better. Yeah. But I do like a lot, not all, but a lot of those heavy, deep, purpley type things. Because that's the band they really wanted to be. Well, they wanted, yeah, they had um, other, you know, um, certain names were running the show. But around about when action started, that's when they started to come out of there, you know. Yeah. Um, that was started to be on their... Um, we are the sweet album. Yeah, because you know? I, I remember action, um, the film clip to action, all the glam stuff was gone. There wasn't any shiny stuff nah, to be they're there. Just in leather, and and they were in leather, and that kind of, kind of started in Fox on the Run too. Yeah, they, they, they'd they'd switched to jeans and leather, and they were a tougher image. Uh, they weren't like focusing on like if you look at some of. The early clips, like the clip you sent me yesterday. Yeah, they had all the stuff on What was it? Blockbuster? Blockbuster. Yesterday. But it was a big, the camera was like real big close-up of Brian's face with the stars on it. And it was all, you know, Brian the pop star. And you hardly saw the other band members. I did. Not like that. Not like that, though. Yeah. That was like, that was a a big Brian. Brian was... Brian was a good-looking guy, and there were he had a huge follow, a huge female following. You know? Yeah. Well, I, I didn't want them to like they wanted to be their own band, but I didn't want them to. I like the band they were. Like, yeah, me too. The glam band. Yeah, the glam band. Yeah. But you know when they, you know, started wearing the leather jackets and that, and they got like you said, got into the more. Oh, he- I, I, I really stuff. do like action. I like action. Yeah. I, yeah. It's not one of my favourites. No, I like it. And I like the lies in your eyes, which I know you don't like. I do like it, but I remember I, I actually had the single. And um, it's just one of those things you remember. I remember surfing and that going through my head. But anyway, that's for another day. <laughs> there is no other day. No, that's there it. There is no yep. other day. Today is Yeah, just mention it while I can. The, okay, what's your number three? Okay, Jeannie. Uh, I can't imagine it would be anyone else's top. 10 sweet songs but I love certainly it. not mine no i love it it's a, it's got the banjo in it it's a country sound um feel good song and if i if i want to be brightened up and it, it's just one of those it makes you feel better puts you in a good mood yeah just, i think i've only heard that song once or twice that was before that was before um Wigwam Bam and yeah. all that stuff wasn't yeah, it? This is it was really, really early, early days. Really early was it? I think it, it still is. A, it's a Chin Chap song. Yeah. So that that was when they were, I guess when they were writing like Papa Joe and yeah, it was all, in amongst that. Kind that of, yeah. yeah, it made in amongst that crowd even before the Wigwam Bam maybe, but it was on the um, Sweet's biggest hits, which 
was uh, before, yeah, like I said, before the Chin Chapman thing. Mm. Um, yeah, just a feel-good song. I love it. All right, so that's your number three. What's your number two? Uh, Ballroom Blitz. Well. The big how, one. Yeah. The big one. How could you not have that? Just a masterpiece. Yeah, it is. That's exactly what it is. Yeah. It's a masterpiece in not only glam rock, but rock and roll. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And they, they said they, um, Michael Wayman said, they put the faders up, they went into it, put the faders down, and that's all they needed to do. They didn't need another take. It was just perfect the way it was. Yeah, the, there it was. And, the you know, that beginning drum riff yeah. is just unbelievable. It's, oh, uh, it's got the hand claps in it too. Yeah, it's got, it's everything. got all the glam stuff. All in the glam. The, the production, I think, I think Mick Wayman was their best producer. Yeah, I think he was their best producer. When Chin Chap produced them, that was good. wasn't as good as Wayman. And then when they started producing themselves, like with Fox on the Run and Action, I thought those those songs sounded a bit muddy yeah. to me compared to the other stuff. The production wasn't anywhere near as no. good as Phil Wayman's production. Oh, I'm with he, you there. He, he knew, Phil Wayman really knew how to produce drums. Yeah. He really knew how to, And there's a, only a few people that really know how to produce drums. Yeah. And Phil Wayman was one of them. Mike Leander, of yeah. course, was yeah. the other one. Uh, George Martin. Yeah. You know, um, only a couple of people. So Ballroom Blitz had... Everything, all the sweet trademarks, didn't it? Yeah, yeah. It just had everything, in yeah, it. and it was, yeah, it was the height of the glam era. Yeah, absolute height of the glam era, and, and it, it was the height of their era. Um, yeah, yeah. It, it, yeah, it peaked. That was their mountain they peaked at. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it came out at the exact right time. Yeah, and it's it's a classic that still stands up today. I yeah, think. yeah. I, I remember the day I bought the single, Nos. Um, yeah, just one of those things you remember, you know. Was, yeah. 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 I remember everyone had that single. It was in every jukebox. Yeah. It was on the radio all the time. Yep. I remember, you know, we'd, we'd be down the beach and we'd be surfing or doing whatever. And they used to have speakers at the beach. Yeah. At the pavilion. Yeah. And they'd play, um, they'd have a radio station on. I just remember hearing Ballroom Blitz all the yep. time while we're catching waves, yeah. you know. So. Oh, wait. Eating but, our uh, chocolate flavored paddle pops, yeah, or chips, yep. uh, salt and vinegar chips. Yeah, so yeah, good times. All good right, times. time for Should your it. number one. Hellraiser. Hellraiser. Yep. Hellraiser. One of my favorite sweet well, songs. It was yeah. a, literally it was a Hellraiser. It was yeah, yeah. just brilliant song. Had all the. Um, all the elements, it was like full-on gutsy sort of jackhammer rock. Um, Starts off with the explosion. Yeah. Starts off with an explosion. Well, that's the element that was a big part of that song. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, it's got the the, the good uh, Steve Priest cameo in yeah. it. It's fantastic. Yeah. It's just a fantastic Brilliant song. song. Yeah. But, you and, know, and Motley Crue ripped off Hellraiser. I've talked about it before. Okay. They've, they ripped off that the beginning part of it, you know. Yeah, well, Boreham Blitz... It's a great riff. ...could have easily been number one, <clears> but <throat> I think I like Hellraiser just that little bit better. Yeah. I, I think I, I was... Um, when I did my list, I was the opposite. I had Hellraiser number two and Boreham okay. Blitz number one. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it was... They're just... Magic singles, aren't they? Those yeah. two. 
yeah. Hellraiser and Ballroom Blitz. That's yeah. that's just when the, they were peaking. They were wearing all that glam, yeah. you know, all that crazy glam stuff, yeah. all the crazy makeup. And, and like you said, they were the better days and, you know, then when they dressed in leather and became their own band, they wanted to be. Yeah. We didn't want them to be that. We wanted to... The, we wanted the older suite. Yeah, we wanted the glam suite. Yeah. Yeah. yeah for all the little things on their face and... Yeah. Yeah. All right, so that was... Marty's top 10 glitter glam rock album covers and his top 10 sweet songs. Yep. Um, yes? Uh, oh, you look like you had something to say. No, no, just <laughs> just rock on like I always say. All right, so you can, you can listen to us on Spotify, on Overcast, on... Apple Podcasts, on Google Podcasts, all over the net, really. Just type in Glitter Glam Rock Podcast and something will come up. And you can download us on those sites too. We've had a couple of questions from people that want to actually download it and listen to it offline. Yeah. You can do that on um, iTunes. You can do it on Google Podcasts. You can actually download it onto your computer or onto your phone and listen to it at your leisure. I'm glad you're in the swing of things with all that (laughs) stuff because I'm not. All right, everybody, thank you very much for listening again and listening to our um, ramblings. Yep, and rock on.